Hey everybody, welcome to the AN After Show. We're back Yo. and it's a Friday. And with me is Jackie Jing and James Beckett. Should oh, I talk or no? Hi. I mean, you can say hello. Oh my <laughs> gosh, you were wearing a Powerpuff Girls shirt, James. I just noticed. It's the, uh, it's the Rowdy Rough Rowdy Boys. Rough boys. <laughs> what? I, I love the Rowdy Rough Boys. Yeah. Anyway, moving on because we got to talk about. I mean, they, they're bad boys, but you know. Yeah, they're yeah. amazing. We have, to watch, we have to talk about the Gundam Witch Mercury ending because I'm so confused. And then Lindsay has breaking news. About I do have breaking news. Show. If you guys were here this morning, before we get into, you know, Sleda's happy ending, before, uh, if you were here this morning, you might have seen that G Kids has licensed Hyao Miyazaki's final, for realsies this time, film, How Do You Live? On, but they're going to be releasing it under the title uh, The Boy and the Heron. Boy and title. Yeah. So we'll talk about the title a little bit, but just to kind of get into this, is there's been a lot of mystique around this movie because they didn't release any trailers. They didn't release um, any posters except for like a single poster, uh, no plot synopsis, none of that. And it just opened in Japan yesterday, so you have, you'd have to be there to and watch it to find out anything at all about it. Uh, we did send Richard Eisenbeis over to the theater to put up a review so you can read a review over on Anime News Network to find out whether what this movie is about. Uh, Richard called it amazing, like you could watch it a hundred times, um, and it seems to be revisiting a lot of Miyazaki's like pet interests as far as the film goes. Um, this is me giving a spoiler warning if I had like a soundboard, it would do the like air horn. Spoiler warning, um, just to talk like a little bit about what this movie is about because it's been so secretive. Um, the movie is about a boy named Mahito, who his mother is killed in the fire bombings of Tokyo that took place during World War II. Those, that same uh, incident is in Grave of the Fireflies for anyone who's seen that. Um, so anyway, his mother's killed. And so he and his father go to live with his maternal aunt who his dad is knocked up. So yeah, mom's mom's died. Dad's moved on to the sister. Um, they're starting a new family that way. <laughs> Jackie's just like a gas. I'm no, I'm like I'm trying not to say anything so I can hear all this, and then I yeah. just keep on having facial reactions because I'm like, what? <laughs> so as you can expect, uh, Mahito is not adjusting that great to his new uh, home situation, and then he encounters a blue heron who starts harassing him. I assume maybe it can talk. Um, starts harassing him and telling him that if they go to a nearby abandoned mansion, he can meet his mom again. So that's the general that's premise. The of the, that's the setup of the film. Uh, if you want to know a little bit more, you can go read our How Do You Live review over at Anime News Network. Um, but it is pretty spoiler-free as far as the actual plot beats. But if you're kind of curious still, uh, what it was about, there Lindsay, you go. I was telling you and Jackie just before we, uh, we went live, um, I don't even really know how many people go to Miyazaki films for like the twists and the turns, which I, I, I don't think that's why they tried this kind of super secretive marketing thing. Yeah, I, I do think that because of the times that we're in, where a lot of movies and games and stuff do that specifically because they're trying to like hype up like the crazy twists or the big reveals or the cameos or whatever. Yeah. I think people are are used to equating secretive marketing with big surprises and yeah i i just I, I don't think that's miyazaki's vibe you know i think he's he's more of just like a 
I'm going to draw some of the most beautiful crap you've ever seen. And I'm going to make you cry. Yeah. And uh, you're going to, you're going to love it. Yeah. Seems like he, that he's going a little darker. Like this is like, I don't know. what you Which is seen. interesting. He, yeah. Mean, he's over 80 years old now and he's making yeah. this movie uh, specifically for his grandchildren. Um, and it's supposed to, I think, help them process his eventual death was was what he said about it the title of it comes from one of his favorite books but it doesn't actually have really any similarities to the to the novel um people originally thought it was going to be an adaptation of that novel but it's not so uh yeah i'm really excited to see it we don't have a date for when it'll be coming over just it'll be this year and evidently in theaters and in time to qualify for an oscar run so Hey. hey, keep your eyes out for that. All right. So with that said, we're going to dive into the finale of Gundam Witch from Mercury. We appreciate everyone waiting so long for us to get to this. We were very busy with Anime Expo and new premieres and whatnot. So we took and we had to find a time. We originally, I think, told everyone we'd be here on Mondays. And then I realized for the summer, I have to take my kid to music lessons. So I can't do Mondays. So we had to find a new time. So for the rest of summer, uh, expect Fridays. That's when we're going to be here so you can kick off your weekend with us. So that being said, all right. Um, what happened in the finale for Gundam Witch for Mercury? Who wants to try? Who? Oh, gosh. I okay. have so... no idea. <laughs> I um... mean, all I know, okay, this is what I know. And then James okay. is going to help clarify. Okay. Prospera okay. was upsetting people and, <laughs> yes. won and was doing bad things. This, this is not a joke. This is like all I gathered. Okay. Prosper is making people unhappy, doing bad things. And yeah. Aries trying to defend what mom's doing. Um, Suleta knows that they're wrong and is trying to help all of humanity. And then um, at the end, everything was happy somehow. And it all just got resolved and Prospera didn't get revenge. Um, and apparently her helmet is bulletproof. And then Things just got tied up really nicely, but I'm not demeaning the this conclusion because I thought it was very thrilling. I just had no effing idea what was going on. So James, tell me what I missed. Um, well, <laughs> uh, Aries in a keychain. Um, no, so yeah, I mean, a lot of the finale. It's it's kind of funny. <laughs> it because... was not funny. I was like. <laughs> My boyfriend and I were like, wait, her soul's in a keychain now? Like, I don't even know Look, if no, no one knows. No one knows how it works. Even in-universe, they're like, I don't even know how this works, but whatever. Um, but uh, I don't know. It's kind of, it's one of those Gundam things where when you strip back, like, the all of the different parties involved and, like, the, you know, dozens of side characters, it really boils down to um, a, a really angry daughter uh, met up with the other uh, sad and angry computer daughter and said, hey, our mom's trying to do something that's kind of whack. Let's not do that because you have magic computer powers. And Aries said, you know what? That sounds pretty cool. And then Prosper said, screw you guys. I'm, uh, I don't like any of this. But then she relented because she actually loves her daughters and she's not a completely evil person. She's, ex she's just super misguided. But then the space government said, um, screw you guys anyway. Uh, we're going to blow you up. But then Suleta, with the power of her sisterly love, was able to use her brand new uh, Caliban, Caliban, Calabarn? Caliban, Caliban. Caliban. Yeah. Uh, 
Gundam, brand new Gundam, combined with the power of the original Aerial Gundam and all of that uh, Gundam woo-wee-woo space magic that this season's been doing. And she stopped all the bad stuff from happening. She put Ari into her little um, ice igloo, ice person keychain thing somehow. Uh, truly, they don't know how. They just know <laughs> that she did that um, with her with her new type abilities. And then uh, pretty much everyone says, we're not participating in war crimes anymore. So peace out. Um, me, Renee, quits being the president. I'm pretty sure Hold she. On, how uh, did that happen, though? Like it was like all these different corporations all against each other, and mm-hmm. then it was like so. Prospera is dissolved. Um, Mirne's kind of dissolved too. I forgot how. And then Elon's he quit. Right. Well, she, so like there was a, she basically, like, a lot of breakdowns. She used like the last of her power to like to dissolve and sell off a bunch of stuff. Um, got a bunch to of the Earthians, I to think? the Earthians. Yes, yeah. to the Earthians. You got to repair yeah. the Earthian spacian relationships. The, mm-hmm. There, there are still other like companies and the space governments in play that talk about specifically that you know all of these you know all of these war machines and stuff are still out there. You know the the space government could could buy them back or you know they could get all this war stuff started again. Um, and all the characters basically have to live with that and just do their best to keep the peace going forward. But yeah, uh, Ghoul is now in charge of the company because his little bro has decided that he wants to spend some time with his not-dead girlfriend. Um, she did end up getting the prosthetic robot leg, which she is cool. Though. She did. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Ghoul is trying to be a, a good CEO. We'll see if that's possible. So I'm proud of our boy, to be honest. Yeah. Jack he's he's got, trying. He got, but he had to like sell par- a bigger part of the company or only got like reduced shares or something, which I felt was like kind of like humbling and good for him. You guys remember that? They were like, yeah. we're going to give you, or I forgot, but I was just like, okay. No. But yeah. What happened to Lada? His younger brother. Yeah, he's hanging out with his girlfriend. So, like, yeah. does he have a job? I'm sure nepotism, he's got a yeah. job. So he's, uh, trust, like, he's a trust fund baby. Yeah. Okay. okay. Nick okay. is in here to let us know that Mia Renee is president of the entire Bennett group and she liquidated the whole thing. And yeah. there's other space conglomerates, but they, but Bennett group were the biggest, most warmongering. So, yeah. Yeah. So, like, if they and ever wanted to do to a season two, yeah. they yeah. could maybe, you know, say, oh, no, this fringe group has, like, bought up a bunch of mobile suits and wants to do more war. But Shadik now... Is... The... Oh, what about... Sh- Shadik's gone to jail. I um, He took full... responsibility for Quiet Zero and um, the but actual like, crimes he did. The... He, covered, he covered for Prospero and Quiet Zero? Yes. Yes. That's... That. Yeah, he um because there's because Mirina's like, hey, look, like you definitely did some space terrorism, but Quiet Zero wasn't you. And Judique was like, eh, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah. So that I think that that that's I think that was sort of there to kind of explain how Prospera, you know, um I feel like if she, there was uh, oh go ahead. Oh no, no. I was just gonna say I feel like if there's ever any kind of like sequel or anything, it'll be Shadiq being a villain like orchestrating things from jail, just like uh, one of the mobsters Shadiq, from the 1920s. Shadiq's coming back. <laughs> Shadiq's coming back. I definitely think that. Yeah. Um, I just was like, I don't know, Shadiq is like smart and conniving, and there's mm-hmm. just like more up Shadiq's sleeve. Yeah. Um I was just gonna say he's shirtless a lot though, wasn't he? Or maybe he's an open yeah, it was always open. Okay, yeah, an open blouse. It was like an open, like flowy blouse blouse. sleeve. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I honestly definitely felt like super confused when Mm. I was watching, but I just had like in a sense that Prospero was like just wanted revenge. Everyone's dying. 
as long as Erie exists. So I got that. Um, and then, but now the whole family's reunited and yeah, yeah. Got... learned forgiveness. Yeah. Very important. And most importantly, Suleta and Mia Rene are together. Canonical. No take backs. He's married. Yeah. They, did it. They, they actually did it. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't get a smooch, but you know, yeah, I would have liked to see them in the wedding dresses that like Saleta kind of talked about, you know, that she had uh, yeah. been thinking about that would have been cute, but yeah. yeah. So and, the fact that we have a an alive gay married couple in headlining in not, and I mean even just in anime really yeah. they does not yeah. happen very often. Yeah. Uh, usually at least one of them dies horribly, right? That's like the, And what's Saleta doing? Kind of looked like she was like she works with kids or something like that. She wants to open a school. I think she, I, yeah. I got the feeling that she probably spent a lot of that time skip time just like recovering from the damage that the um uh oh the per the permit? Gundam in, the permit stuff did because yeah, she's talking about she she can like move her arms and hands again. So mm. I think it's been like a one of those kind of long road to recoveries. Yeah. Um well me Rain has been cleaning house, but yeah. But no, everyone gets a happy ending. I mean uh, Elon yeah. Prime gets to uh, quit the the uh, what's the Peel the, technology Peel technologies. Uh, other Elon goes hunting for um, what's your butt's sketches in her sketchbook. So yeah, it's kind of nice. I you like that. Yeah, oh. thank you. Very cute. And, the, and I now display cute. my. It was uh, to be honest, like I think um, my first venture into Gundam, and I really enjoyed it. I've heard Gundam can be like super heavy and this was like really really heavy but it was um you know i just finished the session which had like the most darkest tragic ending ever so i didn't know how gun if gundam tends to have happier endings or not but i was like this was kind of yeah i was like i didn't think so yeah. so i was like no, this was no like the creator very... is known as kill em all tomino because he a lot of gundams end with like half the cast dying horribly yeah so this no is definitely... i actually yeah, I was like, I thought it was like pretty tied up. Even Shadik, like Shadik could have had like a terrible punishment. I forgot that uh, Lady Cecilia. Cecilia was the lady who was always sitting on the couch with the horror with the white hair. Who was? Oh, yeah. People are her, had her toenails painted. Yeah, I was like, people are obsessed. Yeah, understand. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yep. Well, that's that. Now, what do we move on yeah. to? Because we got a long list. Yeah, um, it's like a white page where you can't see. Oh, you can see my yellow stuff right now. Yeah, anyway. uh, yeah we're gonna get into that. I do want to like just notate, like we talked about the end of Heavenly Delusion at our panel at uh, AX. Um, super heavy stuff. Not really a fun conversation to have, and not kind of the tone that we want for this going into the new season. So um, Jackie has a recording of that on her phone that I will eventually get up so you guys can listen to that and our thoughts about that. We got asked about it during the Q&A portion. Um, but until there's a season two, we just kind of don't feel like jumping into that right now. We'd rather get like the clean, fresh start. So with that being said, um, the shows that I believe we're going to be covering this season are definitely Jujutsu Kaisen season two. And oh, yeah. probably Zom 100, Bucket List of the Dead. Those are two like amazing shows. Yeah. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2, you can watch that on Crunchyroll. Uh, Zom 100 is actually on Crunchyroll, Hulu, and Netflix simultaneously. So you can you know, pick your poison, whichever one you like better. Uh, so we're going to talk about those, and then we're going to start kind of getting some impressions of the better ones that we watched. And we may you know, jump back and forth 
throughout the season to you know touch base on some of those other shows as well. Um, I'm sure we'll but, get to Undead Murder Farce at some point. Yeah, I'm sure we'll get to Undead Murder Farce at some point. Uh, let's, but let's start with Jujutsu Kaisen season two. That one has two episodes out right now. Um, Jackie said it's cool if we go ahead and talk about the second episode, even though she she hasn't quite gotten to it. Um, so we'll fill you in with any questions. It's okay uh, for the for anyone also watching this. It airs on Thursday, so it, we will be talking about it like the day afterwards. So if you haven't watched it yet, like spoilers, make sure you've watched it before you come onto the stream. Okay. All you right. should definitely watch it because it's sick as hell. It's sick Sorry. as fuck. Yeah, I've been, um, I've been I've been dying for that JJK fix. Yeah, so, yeah. It cool. uh, it was it was hard, you know, going for a while there, waiting on it. And this season is interesting because they have replaced the main director. It's still being animated over at Mappa, but uh, Songu Park has moved on to his own like studio. He's working on a project mm -hmm. for Disney Plus. I can't recall what it what it is right now. Um, so they've brought on, oh God, I don't want to murder this guy's name. I know his first name is Shoto and his last name's with the G. So give me a second. He's uh, very well known because he's done some of the like amazing opening animation sequences. Shota Goshizono is the director now. And um, he did the key animation for the Chainsaw Man opening. And he also... Um, worked on ranking of like one of the best animated episodes of ranking of Kings. And he was on uh, the previous season of Jujutsu Kaisen. He worked on it just like not in this exact capacity. So it looks a little this different. This season's given me some Chainsaw Man vibes as far as like its Is direction. It? Yeah. And I'm loving it. Yeah. Like, um, but it does look a little different. It, it looks a little less, um, a little less comic booky. Like the, it doesn't have like the super bold, character outlines yeah i as... like that to yeah. be honest i mean i'm not like gonna like not hate the show and not watch it because it's gone but i had liked that in the past yeah honest. yeah it is like a style change um one thing i also noticed but i think this may have been in the first season but i found it a, like a little is um the curse power outlines are like distinctly different than the character outlines let's see if we have a picture to to, like back up what I'm saying so I can give you an example. Yeah, I just remember might. thinking it was kind of weird. Uh like how it's sketchier. Do you see like yeah, how yeah. all of them are like that. So this is definitely like an intentional stylistic choice. I just like I'm not I'm I haven't gotten accustomed to it yet, is I guess what I'll say. Um Jackie's looking at that like what is that thing? We'll get to it. Um so the first episode and the second ep first episode was kind of disorienting for me, um, James. I don't know, and Jackie, if you felt the same way, because it takes place in the past. So this first arc is all about um, Gojo and Ghetto's um, high school life, and we're just kind of dropped into it. Like there's no like mm -hmm. flashback sort of opening where you or anything like that. Um, I only knew that because of everything i've been hearing people say that i yeah. knew that was gonna happen but if you did not know that was gonna happen yeah it'd be pretty jarring i think or you'd yeah. be like wait what's going on yeah yeah and i realized that like this is a big cast immediately from the drop and i would i couldn't remember i mean obviously i knew who gojo was i knew who ghetto was right and i kind of recognized their teacher and like the silver-haired lady that we're showing right now, she's like the she's blind lady now, right? Oh, right. So she's like familiar to me, but like I couldn't okay. place her, right? So James, do you do you know who this lady is? Who's this chick? Uh, I'll be I'll be perfectly honest. Uh, I haven't watched the first season since it right? aired. So I, I got the white-haired lady with the. She has no. 
she's like blind or something right i think so like that seems really familiar i feel like the last time we may have seen her was like maybe during the um people like the the games yeah i was thinking like the kyoto uh like jujitsu high arc where oh, they she's not blind she has a braid in front of her that's, face that's yeah the braid yeah, yeah i was like yeah. i thought her face like something was covering her mm-hmm. yeah that's i thought that was her yeah. so then I, yeah we definitely see her during the games then and she's one of the the folks like like a teacher like overseeing it um at the time yeah uh, she's yeah. a teacher now but this was her that's like, right it's, it's like yeah it's like the front and back braid yeah like, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 okay mm-hmm. yeah but see, like I couldn't immediately, down. I couldn't immediately place people. Um, the girl yeah. in Miko outfits new. I think so. Maybe. That's what I thought. Um, so she's a classmate of uh, Gojo and Ghetto. They kind of hang around each other for missions. Um, and probably then probably gonna die. <laughs> you think she's got death flags? Um, Majorly, she's like sweet and cute and a little naive, and yeah. everyone likes her a lot. Like I'm like, this ain't gonna end well for you, honey. Mm-mm. And then there's one other girl that hangs around him who basically looks like Nobara. It was like seems like their group's Nobara, right? Like she like yeah, I remember is, her. Yeah, is, I don't know. She's like a um, she's like Ghetto and Gojo's third. And yeah, she looks a lot like Nobara. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I was like uh, oh. Yori. Yeah, or yeah. Uh, Nick is letting us know that the Miko is not dead, at least as of the current season that we've ah, seen so far. Mind. So okay. that doesn't mean she she won't die, Jackie. She just hasn't died yet in the I anime. I feel timeline. like there's death vibes. Just yeah. being real. Yeah. Um. So this hallway sequence was really cool. This is kind of like the op- big animation opener where she's she's running and the halls collapsing behind her. I thought it was cool. Very kind of like Indiana Jones sort of sort of thing, but um. Gojo and Ghetto's personalities in this arc are almost completely opposite of what we know of them so far, right? Yeah. Like, or and for sure they're like, um, their their sort of perspective on the whole jujutsu thing. Like, there's they have a whole conversation in the first episode where um, Gojo is the one that's saying that it's like stupid to waste resources protecting weak, pathetic non-sorcerers. Like, this is a waste of time. And Ghetto is the one that's like, come on, dude. Like, that's why we're here is to, like, help people. What's wrong with you? And they, like, go to a fight fight about that. So Yeah, exactly. Like, like Gojo won. I feel like everyone kind of knew a guy like this in high school. Like, raised your hand if I'm wrong, I guess. Who was always had, like, a shit-eating grin on his face and was, like, too cool for it. Right, which is kind of yeah. the vibes that I get from Gojo here. He's like, yes. "Why do I gotta save these stupid humans? They're not as good as me." I have. He's the first coming of like this dual power wielding jujutsu sorcerer in like centuries, and I'm sure he's been told that his entire life, so he knows he's hot shit. Um, I mean, did you see the way he did a runway walk for those uh, <laughs> for those high schoolers? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're okay. both very, very cocky, yeah. Gojo and Get- Ghetto, and I'm not a big fan of either of them right now. They're just, like, very young and very full of themselves. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, <laughs> we know that they become close eventually, yeah. right? So yeah. it's, like, kind of cute that they have this rivalry right now, which yeah. is, like, purely, like, based on, in my opinion, it's, like, Machismo. they're both a little insecure yeah and they're both very cocky and like try to compensate with it by being like a little cocky and so mm-hmm. it's like kind of funny because they like mirror each other in ways but yeah. then they don't like each other but it's almost like they hold up a mirror to each other in ways yeah. yes i want to hear the chat i'm sh- their personalities are different but like at the core i feel like they are very similar yeah so. 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So her name's Shoko. Nobra too. Yeah. Or I guess Nobra one Have they clarified whether that's a cigarette or not, or is it like a lollipop? I think it's a lollipop. I, I, think, it's a cigarette. I think it's a lollipop. She's always okay, got one now. Yeah. But I mean, it's misleading on purpose because I think she's supposed to have sort of the rough One-san vibes where not like she's like mean or anything, but you know, like she's maybe gotten in a fist fight or something at least a couple yeah. times. Like she's cool, but you just like don't want to piss her off. That kind of vibe. Um, she's which means I like her. She's ridden a Vespa. She's definitely she ridden a Vespa. One, but she's definitely yeah. ridden one. Yeah. Yeah. So... I think she's uh, super cool. So these are like our four main characters. Idiots. Yeah, four idiots that we start with. I am deeply disappointed at the absence of Nanami. He's in the opening sequence, but we have not seen him yet. And I am upset. <laughs> um, I am thirsty. Um, where is where is Nanami? What, what, I know we love these characters so much, so you just want to like see their past and everything. Yeah, yeah. I want I want to see you know him before he became an overworked salary man. You know, like before he got the leopard print tie. What what was he like? I need that origin story. But any guy who wears a leopard print tie, I'm just like, okay, you're cool in my book. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. Jackie's wearing a leopard print headband. Right <laughs> yeah, I didn't even realize I said that, and I was. You're right. Yeah, I'm right. Um. So we've definitely seen this dude. This is like their teacher for this in a classroom of like four. Um, they play some angry basketball. I'm just, we kind of already talked about that fight. So this girl shows up in episode two or maybe the end of episode one, but definitely episode two. Um, her name is escaping me right now. But Oh, gosh, I had it up. Uh, oh, James, help me out. Help me out. Um, oh, man. Uh, I'll pull it up in just a second. I'll remember. Okay. I, I definitely, I, I didn't take. She feels like a Himiko to me, but then she's probably not a Himiko, right? No, it's. Uh, you know, if I just go to Jujutsu Kaisen oh. season two. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no that's what I'm doing. Oh, guys, we watch so much anime. We watch it, so it, much it anime. It's very guys. hard to remember. It's names. very hard. Wait, this girl's name? Yeah. She shows up in, in episode two, Jackie, so you may not Yeah, know. okay. I thought I remembered her in episode one. Or maybe at the end of episode yeah, one. Yeah, at the very end, right? And um, yeah, uh, Ghetto and Gojo are trying to protect her from being killed. Rico! Rico! Rico. Yeah. Okay, her name is Rico. Like yeah, I said, she so felt like a Himiko to me. But yeah, so this is Rico. She goes to a different school than them. Uh, she goes to like an all-girls, I think it might be a religious yeah. school. Yeah, um, it's a missionary school. Her. It's a missionary school. Yeah, and... Um, so yeah, as Jackie was saying, Geto and Gojo have to protect her because there's an entity known as Tengen-sama who like basically yeah. maintains all of the barrier magic that keeps the schools and stuff safe, and he lives uh, underneath the school. And yeah. I don't think. And I looked this up beforehand because I was confused. I was like, "Is this the old guy we saw at the interdisciplinary?" Uh, no, we've never seen Tengen-sama. Uh, in the anime yet, so he's never. I'm showed pretty up. sure Tengen Sam is going to be a creepy, gross monster. <laughs> he probably is going to be a creepy, gross monster. So basically, the deal with Tengen Sama is he's immortal, but if he doesn't like overtake Tengen Sama, is we've... he the buff guy? No, we've never no, no, seen no. him. No. We've never seen him. We don't have any idea what he looks like. Just that he lives underground and is like the supreme magic entity uh, um, for okay. for the jujutsu. I thought stuff. you were talking about the hot guy who I think is Megumi's dad, right? That is Megumi's dad, yeah. Okay. Um so Tengen Sama uh, has to 
take on a new host body every however many years because otherwise he'll continually evolve into a, like a higher being and cease to maybe exist in the physical realm or something. So, and then they would, it would mess everything up for the jujitsu sorcerers. So anyway, she's going to be his next body. Uh, and so they're supposed to protect her and basically do whatever she wants until it's time for the like assimilation ritual. And she's orphaned. Uh, she always got her like kick-ass maid. So, Hey, Jackie, kick-ass fighter maids come back. Yay. Well, we've been waiting for those. Right. Um, She's got a kick-ass maid and that's it. And all she wants to do is kind of like have friends and experience life before she loses her sense of self to be the, the host for this. So that's where we get into episode two. And then it turns out Megumi's dad, <laughs> this is the Digimon bit. There's a Digimon bit in here for some reason. I had to include the Digimon bit. We had to include the Digimon <laughs> bit. So um there are multiple organizations that basically want to thwart Tengen Sama, and so they are after her. And that includes um, Megumi's dad, who's hot and really—it's really upsetting. Um, <laughs> so upset. boy can eat a dumpling he's like beautiful. no one's business. Oh god, he's just—and this... he got kicked out of the family, right? Yeah, he got yeah, kicked yeah. out of the family because he's a scary freak of nature, murder assassin dude who kills people for money which is basically and like and he, a gambling addict maybe yeah like, he, he bets <laughs> on like on boats on boat races which is like usually oh when they have God, something set in japan know. and there's gambling it's horses uh i had never seen boat racing as like a as a thing so funny stupid hot I know. I, yeah, I got that, I got that picture specifically. Yeah, he's got like a mouse scar. There. I'm so upset. I'm just dude. Yeah. Scars are so hot. I'm so just like hot. So unique. And he's like, he's like remember built Mahito? like a that was yeah. Like, he's just he's, covered in them. This guy, he's built like a refrigerator, basically. Well, and you know he <laughs> right? got that yeah. scar doing evil magic crimes. So yeah, like evil magic crimes there. I don't know if we have more pictures of him, but yeah. So like he he is known as the like the sorcerer killer because he's so good at like killing jujitsu users. He doesn't actually have um, power himself, so that's the thing. Is like he comes he was kicked out of the Zenin family, which if you remember, like the sisters Maki and uh, her other sister also starts with an M. One of them uses a gun. And the other yeah, one wears, you know, glasses and has a spear. So um, she she doesn't have magic powers either. Like she can't see the curses or anything. She uses weapons instead to enhance it. So he's got the same bit. Um, so the reason his last name is different is he actually took his wife's last name and then had Megumi. That's what I was wondering. I was like, okay, what, yeah. is he related? Is Megumi related to... Um, glasses girl who has yeah, no yeah, yeah cousins. They're, they're cousins yeah okay i didn't know that yeah mm -hmm. Ma maki and mai that's right um mm -hmm. so yeah uh he took his wife's last name which it, it's weird because this has occurred in anime several times and every time the guy's kind of a son of a bitch because gendo took his wife's last name as well his last name wasn't ikari that was his wife's that was yui's last name and then well that's cool and this is why we like jkk <laughs> So yeah, so yeah. Anyway, like they, there's like some black uh, market website for people who want to take bounty, like for hitmen specifically to kill or jujitsu user hitmen to kill people. And so this girl has got a hit on her, and so that's how Ghetto and Gojo end up 
protecting her more long term. Um, they've, they've got to protect her for like two full days, so we have like a kind of a time limit. Where it's yeah, like, yeah. And this old dude here, he's he's list. one of the hitmen who shows up, and um, we don't have the picture. I thought the way that Ghetto foiled him was particularly like sad do you guys oh, are you oh, with the dog i didn't see yeah. this I, I, yeah. I don't think i got a picture of it but yeah with the dog yeah yeah um they show this old guy this old guy's there to kill her ghetto ends up confronting him they have you know they shit talk each other for a little bit and then ghetto uses something that basically causes him to almost like hallucinate this dog he had as a kid who was like his only friend and then he realizes that's his life flashing before his eyes he's seeing his beloved dog before ghetto like wipes the floor with them essentially it was yeah. it was a lot um <laughs> this this is just uh him revealing himself to uh the other girls at at rika's school, school. and they're all nuts and then the teacher even gives her, him her phone number which is illegal he's in high school please How old is she? very the funny teacher? she's a teacher she's so a teacher. she works at this middle school oh God, middle that makes school. me so annoyed like don't feed his ego i'm i'm the type of person when i see a guy who thinks he is hot i literally will do everything within my power to make him feel like he's nothing oh wow i'm dead serious <laughs> like yo what's up i'm like no because those guys aren't like watch me i've lost so many guys because of this no i'm kidding but like literally i'm just like i just don't like people with that type of attitude i'm just like nah you're you're not fully healed sorry don't hate me internet <laughs> but I'm like if a cocky young guy came up to me i'd be like i'm so not no not even looking your way yeah am i alone in this no Okay, no. thank you. Maybe I, I, mean, I can't. I can't say that I've had the experience, but I can only assume. <laughs> this is Jackie. It. Whenever uh, overly <laughs> hot guy approaches her, she she hits him in the nose I mean, with a mop. I get hit on by a lot of hot guys too, but I. I, I <laughs> yeah, James, I'm a you obviously know. So. Right. I'm not saying I get hit on by hot guys. I'm just saying whenever someone like that comes in the room, and it doesn't need to be physically hot, they just have that attitude where they're mm. like, they can do no wrong. I'm just like, nah, dude. Like, no, I'm not. They're like secretly tying that. their shoelaces together under a table, so they like <laughs> trip and fall or, mm. or something, you know. Uh, Moving on. This LG Taylor says uh, Gojo is 16 or 17 years old in this arc, and he's six foot three. Of course. And of so course. is Ghetto. They're both six three. Yes. Yeah. I stood next to cutouts of them in Japan. Um, yeah. Yeah. They're they're insanely attractive and yeah. they're insanely powerful. And they're both insanely cocky right now. So I'm yeah. waiting for the humbling. Get it? Yeah. So to the teacher's credit, he could probably pass for like, you know, 19, 20, like. She probably she's gotta be like as, as a school teacher though for middle school at least right yeah, yeah. Well, yeah but, you know she's early 20s don't do her any favors james she's weird i'm I, i'm just yeah no. i was like no no no, no james no. don't hit on a teenager just like don't no. no don't hit on teenagers that's not good i'm just yeah. saying I don't, I don't think we need to call chris hansen necessarily i'm sure oh, okay so yeah. i'm, sure, I'm sure if he showed her his id she'd run the other way hopefully. um yeah nick wants to point out that he's in a high school uniform when she gives him her phone number oh uh, that's fair yeah <laughs> You're like, right. never mind. Where, where's where's chris hansen we gotta go. <laughs> gotta get him to japan i actually right overlooked that too you know because it's just like all right so Moving i mean on. this is yeah this is uh shaping up to be like a really fun arc um we'll be following it into next week hopefully you know hopefully we get some nanami although nick has also told me that he has i'm going to be disappointed so 
Oh no, guys. Also, um, that's this... sad. Don't tell us if it's going to be disappointing. Let's have our hope. <laughs> just, just as far as like, let's have our hope. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Up, no, from what I've heard, this season is shaping up to be like a banger. Just yeah. Oh really? Arc, it's supposed the arc to run after for... this is supposed to be like the yes. best. JJ yeah. Arc. Yeah. Because after the... this arc. Yeah, because it'll do the flashback stuff. I mean, this flashback stuff's supposed to be good too. But then when it go, uh, it'll go into the current timeline again, and things get things get real. That's what I've heard. Yep. So, so yeah, the season's gonna actually run all the way to December. It'll, it's supposed to be consecutive without any breaks, as far as I'm aware. So, look forward to that. Um, all right, so this next one is we're going to talk about Zom 100, which I think maybe people didn't necessarily know was going to end up being as good as it is, just based on the. I think uh, I heard that the manga, you know, is it's amazing. It's not, yeah. Amazing. Like, I have not seen an episode that good in a long time. Like, yeah. that opening that opening episode could have been a standalone short movie and literally could it could be done right? oh yeah it would have yeah. and i would have said this is one of my favorite anime shorts and it's yeah, just we get a whole beginning. emotional arc in the first mm -hmm. episode of this guy going from his like soul crushing overworked underpaid job to like a sense of complete euphoria because there's a zombie outbreak and he doesn't have to go to work anymore and that's it's mostly... so funny. I'm, there, there were people in the comments of the preview guide that were like getting on this dude's case for like being. Why so didn't happy. he just quit his job? He could have just even quit. Like, like it's 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 not realistic that he react this way to a zombie outbreak when all these people are dying. It's like guys, it's a metaphor for how people that work these soul crushing nine to five jobs would literally rather the world end than go back to work. It's a joke. That's the whole joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's very relatable. Yes, I went on. It's ever worked a nine to five like that. It's yeah, really can I read my little Twitter rant? Yeah, already? Jackie, go off. Okay, I don't know if anyone read this, but I was like very proud of myself for this. Mm -hmm. Um, let me see if I can find all of it. Okay, so I said, Watching Zom 100 is making me think about past abusive workplaces, companies taking advantage of young, idealistic, determined people pleasing people, emotionally manipulative, exploitative, aggressive bosses that created cutthroat, overly competitive environment for no reason. Then you're trauma bonded and codependent with your fellow abused coworkers, and they actually have no loyalty to you, just to their dead end job because it's all they know. Moral of the anime don't wait for a zombie apocalypse to get you out of these awful situations. Yeah. Yeah, it was like when I was watching it. I don't know about y'all, but I've been in highly abusive uh, workplaces like repeatedly. So it was like watching it was like low key, like triggering. Like I was like, oh my gosh, like I have been this kid, especially working in TV news. Never work in TV news. Any of you, don't at me, don't do it. Um, I thought that was a famously and, low stress and welcoming environment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I literally slept at work before, like not a joke. Literally That's slept under insane, my desk. Insane, yeah. Jackie. Yeah, it's it's insane, and 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 you get paid. Oh, I don't even. We're not gonna get into it. Um. So anyway, yeah, it was like low. I was like, this is wild. And so when people are like, how do you? So, so, like submit to that like how do you do that one with the tv news it's it's pretty manipulative because like people are, were like oh i want to be in tv and stuff like that you know like there's that angle yeah, you got to get your foot in the door kid like, yeah you know exactly yeah. but the thing with this that i thought was super interesting was that he talked about like if i quit then all these other people are gonna have all this work on them and like i remember having moments like where i would not call in sick 
and I would go to work like deathly ill because I knew if I didn't show up, somebody else is going to have to fill in for my shift and it was going to make their life hell. Mm -hmm. And then like when people did quit, you were just like, oh my God, like, you know, happy for them. Probably. I think I remember being happy for them, but then also like you had to take on all their work and then like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, so it was yeah. like, I just thought that it like depicted abusive workplaces so well. And for anyone who thinks like, how can people get caught up in this type of way? Like it's because like they're young and we've been taught by society to be loyal, to be hardworking, to like put your boundaries aside, to make other people happy, which honestly is a big, uh, I think, generational difference. I think that is a very millennial and older mindset. But I think like Gen Z is like so much better at that than us. So much better yeah. than that is. I don't want to say who, but one of my friends who's a young person is like, quit jobs every six months. And I'm like, do it. I wish I did that. I wish I had not subjected myself to the awfulness that I, I subjected myself to. Well, I know? mean, they tell you like, well, you want to be able to put it on your resume, right? Like, so you at least got to hold out for a year because if you quit jobs too frequently, no one will, it'll yeah, show on I your tell resume everyone and then you now won't get hired. Yeah, yeah. I tell everyone straight up. I'm like, I don't care. Like yeah. tell you, tell your, your next workplace that that place was uh, like, it was just not a good fit. Like, that's all you got to say about it. You know what yeah. I mean? Which still yeah. some people might think it reflects badly, but I'm like, I don't have, none of us have time to be subjected to this. And I think that yeah. was what, like, it was such a beautiful story. Like I was like, you know, the, um, there were so many layers well, I, to it too. Like the girl. I will say though that, well, no, I was going to say, you can also understand. I think the show did a good job of, of showing like, how you feel so trapped in that because there is always like and i think in japan this is like a really real like danger too like blacklisting is a real thing that like yeah. people you know struggle with right like you know True. even in like in in teaching like i've 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 literally spoken to people who have told me oh yeah i called you know the superintendent the next district over and i said put this person on the on the list like do not hire them because they you know now granted the the times that i've spoken to people about it it's usually been for reasons that are more like this person can't be trusted around kids so that's a yeah. good kind of blacklist but there you know i i i think it's it's so tricky because you know you want to to like jackie was saying you know take care of your mental health take care of your physical health um you know make sure that you're 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 not just living to work but you're you're actually living but at the same time, I think the one of the big points that the show is making is that because of the way that like society is structured, the only way out of that system is when the world ends. Yeah. You know? When you don't have people like asking for rent, asking for you to pay all your bills, like um, all these other people that are, you know, depending on you or, or whatever, like it can feel so overwhelming to be like, well, if, like it, I don't I don't have a choice. Yeah. Um, the zombies come. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that or debt. Uh, one like little tidbit I wanted to point out, and I'd be interested to see if this goes anywhere further, real world wise. So, um, similar to how Jackie was talking about TV news, this guy is also working in, in entertainment. He doesn't like mm -hmm. outright say what it is, but that it is an entertainment related agency. It's what he's always wanted. Uh, he to works do. in um, he works in advertisements. He makes commercials. Yeah, um, but. If you look at his um, tag, it has a logo on it um, that is very reminiscent of a logo of a certain animation studio known as OLM. People might know OLM as uh, the studio behind Pokemon, which mm -hmm. recently has dealt with some 
it hasn't been like outright stated, but people who have watched the show recently have said there's been a lot of production concerns with the final season of that. Um, and the animation studio that is behind this show is known as Bug Films, and they are spun off of OLM. So the people who are working on this at Bug Films uh, previously worked at OLM, and it seems like they may have been trying to, you know, like say a little well, bit about the previous that. employment the office that akira works at it like, it's literally the olm building like it's like oh like, that like the outdoor shot of it mm -hmm. it's like it's the same wow building. it's yeah, more they're... blatant than i thought <laughs> they're not being you know, subtle at all you know what's interesting is um you know Lindsay and i were in japan and we were talking to mitsuru and richard and just like those people work themselves like to death it's like a part of their culture you know which i think was, it's very much a part of the u.s culture too but like it's very interesting seeing oshinoko and now zom 100 where they're like calling that out like oshinoko is calling out japanese entertainment so hard like yeah. the fact that like they're like you're old as shit and she's like 26 years old you know yeah. what i mean and it's like that's nuts you know what i mean like 26 is like a baby you know what i yeah. mean and um, Lindsay and I were talking about they, they are doing an Akiba made war and then they made Ronko, who is like the most iconic part about Ronko is she's in her mid thirties and like still thriving and kicking ass. And they gave the role to a 26 year old because that's still, no matter, even though Oshinoko is out and there's this anime out that has a 36 year old in it, the entertainment industry there has not changed. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, like, oh, we need an older actress for this. We better cast a 26 year old. 26 year old. For a 36-year-old part. Uh, be careful. You don't want to uh, make sure that she can get her walker through the door. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, it's like, yeah. and so I'm like, there, there is definitely people trying to make severe social commentary about the way things are over there. Like, will the anime actually, like, do anything? I don't know. But that that's why I've well, always, like, really liked Oshinoko. Because I'm like people don't talk about the mental state of people who are, like, in the limelight a little bit. Yeah. Like, um, I don't like I get pretty devastated off of like a couple bad comments like sometimes I'm like damn I need to re and then I'm like okay I'm, I'm a mentally tough person like whatever right this person's yeah. having a bad day but it's like when I see people who I'm like I'm like so like a d-lister f-lister you know what I mean? like the lowest common denominator influencer right and then I see people who are on an even bigger level than that and like people are like making documentaries like Britney Spears for example yeah sure like, <laughs> Don't even know where to start on that, right? She likes to dance a whole bunch on her Instagram and everyone's convinced it's like a, a sign that she needs to have someone watching over her 24-7 yeah. because they think her videos Did you all hear what happened cool. to Britney recently? Yes, I did. I'm just like, can Britney get a break? Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, like, I don't know if you, James, you heard she like tapped a uh, basketball player on like the shoulder and then. Oh, yeah. And she, yeah. I did and they, they released yeah. video of it and it's yeah. like, completely harmless. And then yeah. he, he went in an interview saying that she came up and grabbed him from behind. And like, I'm just like, dude, I'm so sick of this crooked entertainment industry we live in where people are just like so delusional and weird it's just like so weird anyway yeah. I'm, I'm going off basically well, it's even, just but like even I, beyond the entertainment industry i feel like like with jjk we have characters like um nanami right um and that are like just very openly like i'm i'm not working overtime for this <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not you know or we have um you know, in Chainsaw Man, we have, you know, the whole, I mean, half the satire of that book is uh, here's a kid who's so destitute and desperate to just pay his bills that he'll sell his organs, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I, I feel like 
there's a mood going on in the the art coming out of Japan right now that hopefully is a good sign, you know? Yeah. yeah. It could be kind of like, Jackie, how you're talking about how Gen Z is just a lot better than this. I mean, I don't think that, like, the animators working on this are necessarily Gen Z. I mean, it depends how young they are. They could, they could be in their 20s. Um, but we could be seeing, at least socially, a greater push for workplace culture change over in Japan, which has been horrible for a, a really, really long time. There have been like small attempts to change. Um, I, f- I feel like even like when Abe was in office, there was this push to like uh, ha- end the workday by a certain day or like to get people to stop working on Sundays or so- something like that. Like, there have been some, like these small pushes to kind of rectify this, but I, but I don't feel like it's, as far as I know, taken off in a, in a really large way. The drinking culture there is still really bad as far Dude, as like, it, Lindsay and I were there ingrained oh my gosh. in the work environment. You see it a little bit in this show where he goes out drinking after work and then they go back to the office afterwards. Even if it's not a situation where people go back to the office afterward, you're expected to go to those and drink, um, pour drinks for your higher up and to drink and until they're done and to yeah. keep pace with people until they're done. And this is considered like an important like team bonding exercise. This feeds into like the birth rate issue that everyone brings up all the time. Like men who are still prioritized in the workplace or they work these long hours, and then they go drinking afterwards and then they don't have any time for their family or their spouse. And then they're like, why isn't anyone having kids? Because you're basically like trying to shoehorn women into single parenthood because you're keeping their husbands away from home constantly. There's no shared responsibility there. Uh, we could get into paternity leave not being like a thing. How difficult it is to get daycare. It like it all kind of trickles down from this, and it's led to this sort of cultural, strong cultural issue where people are overworked, miserable, and in some industries working 200 hours of overtime and collapsing yep. and dying in some cases. That's insane. Yeah. Like I'm telling you all right now as someone who's in her mid thirties, I don't know how old everybody in the comments are. Tell us how old you are in the comments. Um, <laughs> and, but it's like, I don't know what it was like in my twenties. Like I was just like, I have to work hard. And if I work hard, it's going to get me where I want. And it's like, dude, it doesn't <laughs> like yep. do whatever you want. Focus on what you want to do creatively. Make sure you're still like, allowing time for creativity also for like body mind and health because mm-hmm. everything will deteriorate if you put it all into work and like i don't know i honestly like i'm obviously a freelancer you know what i mean i'm a, i do a lot of contract work like you got to know your personality like i'm just not the type who d- works really well like under someone you know mm-hmm. Lindsay's my boss but i like Lindsay a lot um Hi. but i have not liked many of my bosses and it was very hard to work under them you know what i mean so it's like I don't know. I just, I wish someone had told me this when I was younger, just like, it's okay to quit. It's okay to like put up boundaries. It's okay to like say no. So honestly, I I just thought that Zom 100 did such a like great job building that. And then we get into the zombie apocalypse, which is colorful and violent, but yet joyous. And then Honestly, like um, when he confronts his his the girl he has a crush on, I yeah. was heartbroken. I was just like, 
hoping somehow he would get to her, you know, in time. Mm -hmm. And then like when he defeats the boss, it was literally like this like video game leveling up moment, right? Yeah. Like you're just yeah. like, yeah, you know, <laughs> and then he turns to the left and there she is, you know? And yeah. then, but I honestly felt like it was kind of all meant to be because I think like his past life had to completely die. Yeah. And I think that was kind of what like the, well, the world had to die. Like that's, you know, like the whole, all the civilization had to go. But like now that that's happening. For him to, for him to get freedom. I also like that during this, they they work in um, like why he, he played rugby before getting his job and so they've worked that kind of into this like we see how he tackles the guy here how he's able to dodge the zombies and stuff is that he's able to like fall back on this hobby that he used to do and then enjoy in his adolescence that he hasn't had any time to do because of this horrible work life and so now he can tap back into that joy of rugby to continue to survive the, the, um, this the world, scene right? right after this when like you see the glimpses of his like college life when people yeah. are cheering for him oh my gosh that was one of those things where like a little too relatable that moment where it's like oh like this is what it's like to like enjoy what you do that's oh man <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was all you know, Honestly, rugby buttons, yeah. Yeah, that's so cute. And I, I just was like, this that could literally have been a short film, and I think it could have won like a ton of awards, like just that. And it just yeah. ending with him being like, I'm gonna go do my bucket list now, and it could have ended on that. But the yeah. fact that now we get to see it is even more exciting. But like I literally watched that and I was like, that was a little short film, and yeah. it was brilliant. And yeah. like I would have given that a ton of awards or would have been like this needs to win awards you know what yeah. i mean and now it's just beginning so i'm yeah. like what a way to start i mean like it's kind of like setting a super high bar also animation was amazing like yeah. it's like you have a great plot you have an amazing protagonist you have action you have gore you have zombies you have like a heartfelt storyline you had a romance that ended in tragedy and like this is just the beginning like i just like i'm like i don't know how much better this anime can get yeah yeah i all i know is that he gets a motorcycle from here on out but i'm kind of excited Rob, the, what yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, for the only way this anime could get better yeah, and he gets just a, a motorcycle. He I'm excited motorcycle. for the weeby German girl that has like a katana. Oh, have you read some of the manga? Because I don't know anything. Yeah, no, I just I just saw like a like a, one of those little character profile like uh, things. And yeah. she has like samurai armor. And it's like, yeah, yeah. you seem cool. Yeah. I like you. <laughs> well, guys, we've almost ran out of time. But what? we wanted to talk about other shows, didn't we? It's almost it's almost I been guess our we could hour. Do, yeah, so we've done JJK's on. Um, okay, well, what do we want to, we should have the, we should have the poll, we, or we, I don't know if we can vote. Chat, tell us what you want us to talk about. Undead, what was it, Murder, murder Faces? Murder Farce, we can either undead, get to Undead, Murder Farce. Undead Murder Face, Undead Murder Farce, uh, Vending, the, the Vending Machine Anime, yeah. Dark Gathering, yeah. Last Boss, um, or yeah. Level 1 Demon Lord. What was one that all three of us watched? Did we all watch Level 1 Demon Lord? I didn't watch that one yet. Did we all, I, did. I didn't watch Undead, you guys watch Vending Machine. I haven't watched Vending Machine either. Only James has watched Vending Machine, okay. but he's the number one box host. Okay, fan. Vending Machine's number out since fan. only James can talk about it. Yeah, he's a fan. Dark um, Gathering, we, I think we all watched. We yeah. all watched Dark Gathering? Okay, yeah. let's talk about Dark Gathering. Okay. okay, and then we'll see, chat, what do you want us to talk about? Undead, Last Boss, or Level 1 Demon Lord? Yeah. So start um, voting. Um, well, we talked about Dark Gathering. So Dark Gathering, that was one I was looking forward to because I'm resident spooky person here at Anime News Network, I think. Um, 
I am in the middle on it. And that's only because I don't like some of how it looks as far it's pre- as like it's pretty middling well, production art. Production's a little bit. Yeah. Like yeah. It, there's a weird filter on everything that kind of reminds me of the screenshots from Lucifer and the biscuit hammer. It's just sort of like this weird texture thing that they've put on it. Um, I think the little girl's eyes are actually kind of distracting, even though it's supposed to be cool. It distracts me a little bit. And I never, I, I, I'm even with Oshinoko. I, I think it, it might be something that works better in print. Yeah. But whenever shows go really crazy with the cartoon magic the pupils, pupils yeah. yeah, I don't like it. it. The skulls to me, I, I like the skulls better than Oshinoko because at least the, they're not like bleeding out of the eyeballs but it's yeah. still yeah it's a little weird i like the eyes in oshinoko and in dark gathering and the other thing but i am interested like kind of in the general premise as far as them like going around like finding ghosts and stuff and looking for her mom and the thing that took her mom looks kind of crazy cool oh, um, i thought the sound it? the sound design was kind of spooky like the, yeah this file dude it is scary as shit i was watching that anime by myself in my room and i was like i don't want to watch this like were you afraid like your phone was gonna ring and someone was gonna be like dude that girl was horrific sure little like blood face on the on the 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 glass i don't know i get scared easily so i'll be honest that anime was like super scary for me like i was like the little girl when she was like choking the demon out and the 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 rabbit that is weird like she's got a whole she's like hold on He's okay. Yeah. And then you go into her room and they're all like, I was like, okay, (laughs) I'm good. Yeah, because she's got ghost spirits and all of her stuffed animals and she's making them kill each other. Yeah, and then she threw the rabbit in there and it just exploded. And I was like, this is fucked up. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to lie though. Like, I wanted to watch more because I don't know what happens to the mom. Yeah. And she is creepy AF, but then like she's fighting for something good. Oh, the dolls. Oh, we didn't even. Oh, oh gosh, you guys haven't seen the second episode. Oh so no, we haven't seen the second episode. Yet. No spoilers. You didn't see the preview for it, and it did. Okay, so that's, that's all, all I'm gonna say. Dolls, doll yeah. movies, doll horror movies. Oh my god, my like, I'm already like, uh, like it's very. I think it's very. Did scary. you watch Megan, Jackie? No, I refused oh. to watch Megan because I knew it would scare me. I saw that kid get his ear ripped off though. <laughs> yeah 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 terrible thought i'm like oh my gosh but um yeah so i mean i'm actually like a big fan i do i guess like the animation didn't bother me too much and i the eyes didn't bother me i think i was just i i thought it was so scary and it was way scarier than i thought it was gonna be and i really want to find out what happened to her mom and the protagonist is a little annoying the guy like like, that's my only thing with it is like i don't really like anyone yet yeah, like, I'll probably give I it like two girl. more episodes. Yeah, but it's like she knows his trauma and stuff, and then she still like pulled him into that. And I was like, that's not a good. Yeah, she's friend. not very. I don't. I think she's very. She's very like sour patch kid. Like she's very much like she looks cute and sweet, but like she's got an end game and she don't really care. I've like never she does heard not sour care. Patch about kid candy used for that kind of metaphor before, but I'm gonna start using it now. Yeah, well, she's good. definitely good. like a like. Oh, I need your help. I'm cute, and then she's just like throw the bunny in there and it just explodes and you're like yeah dude yeah, yeah. i don't know i i think i'm gonna definitely watch dark gathering i like dark yeah. gathering yeah. so 
Everyone in the chat also want to talk about Undead Murder Farce, which is the yeah, only yeah, anime. That one. But the guys are super hot, and I really need to watch it. And I he makes out of the decapitated head, Jackie. Okay, so tell me why I should watch it then. She does he make fourteen-year-old decapitated head, but also she's, but she's been she's just been yeah, she's a thousand-year-old decapitated head. Okay. She talks like an old lady, so it, she talks like an old lady, but okay. she looks very youthful, and she's kept in a cage, and she's immortal, um, and okay. she wants to die, and her she's okay. lost her body, um, okay. so she's just the head, and she's also got a murder maid, second murder Ooh, maid, murder, murder maid. maid with a bayonet, with a bayonet, yeah. Um, Let's who, go. Who does cool fights, and she uh, hooks up with our main dude, whose name is escaping. Hooks me. up. Well, not literally. Well, yeah, they name? make out. Well, they do make out. Well, she Link she up. spits into his mouth, doesn't she? Do they make out? I thought she was literally spitting into his mouth, and I was like, this. So this they make this a deal, artist. Jackie. They make a pact, and she's willing to give him her spit to seal it. So they they kiss. Like he holds her head, and they like you know they kiss. They're not super and graphic it's an about old it. Lady head. No, no, it no, looks no, like no, a young lady. She's, like a, she's just, she's just because she's immortal. She's old, but she doesn't look old. No. I'm just like, what the hell are you guys talking? Yeah, about? I know. I'm like, I need to Google this head. Anyway, the main guy is half Oni, mm -hmm. so he can kill her. That's why she sought him With out. She's Oni, like a, like a, a demon. Like, uh, monster. Okay, got yeah. it. But he looks. Oh, normal, it's worth normal. noting that he is attractive. Yes, it's worth noting that this this uh, the story takes place in a world where supernatural beings are like a known quantity. Um, they've been like hunted and persecuted a lot. And so like, for instance, uh, we can talk about episode two, right? Yeah, there's vampires. Okay. Yeah. So for instance, vampires are like a thing. Like people know yeah. about them. They're a part there's of society. Yeah. Uh, Dracula was a real guy. Yeah. Like a, a real dude. Um, and he's so- He's just been killed though. Like, yeah. He's just recently been killed. Um. But yeah. Okay. Uh, what? I just found out that there is a Phantom of the Opera character in Undead. Yes. yes. I was going to get to that. I will. I and and, and, a, and, a, and a podcast. I'm going to go watch this right now. Yeah. Also, yeah. I sent Lindsay a shirtless photo of the main character and she refuses to share it for some No, reason. you sent me a link to a review. Oh, so it's this particular picture you want me to show. It's like, yeah. why did you send me this review? You didn't give me any notes. Oh, it was a review? No, I meant just the photo, not oh, that. You didn't review. send me the, well, the photo's there. I have found it. Um, this okay. is already um better than a usual anime because he has nipples. So you always yeah, know like is. it's high quality so true. High quality uh fan service for ladies if they bother to give the dudes nipples. The nipples aren't there. Well, you know what the hottest thing about this guy to me was extremely attractive dude. What's the hottest thing about this guy to you? Well, there's two hot things. One he's a showman. So that's that's always attractive, right? He's oh, right. theatrical. Yeah. But yeah, also yeah. he knows how to make his decapitated undead kind of sort of girlfriend laugh. They're yes, any, they're cracking jokes and making each other laugh yeah. left and right, and I thought yeah, they, they have like a good dy uh, dynamic, right? Like not it's... just looks. No, yeah. I mean I think he's kind of a kind of a uh, um, gojo, like no, not an no, idiot. Go -go. He just he's like very cocky. He's cocky, or he just yeah. likes to get one up on people. He's not forthcoming really yeah. about information and stuff when they first meet. So, yeah. very you know, by the way, I want to you know I said gojo, you know you know 
common yeah. her in the past. Gojo evolves into like a very like healed, wonderful human being, yes, right? Sure, sure. Who obviously goes through a lot of trauma, which you know it will happen, you know. So I'm not saying everyone's a lost cause because Gojo right. has a lot of major development. He's a troll. Well, Nick is being funny because an Oni is kind of like a troll, but also oh. kind of trolls. Well, he is. He's changing the definition of a troll. But, like, the Phantom Dude, though, I don't have just an image of him. Phantom Dude has not shown up in the anime yet, either, so I don't know, like, how that's going to work out. I am obsessed with Phantom of the Opera. Like, I do mm-hmm. not know how. By the way, there was a Phantom of the Opera manga, which I saw at the Kyoto International Manga Museum. Yeah. So I just think that. It? No, I, it? it was in the library. It, or they, oh. It's a giant library, so you can't buy them. You can just, oh, like, look through them. The next anime we should review, uh, Love Never Dies. Sequel Why, to Phantom, Phantom Two. Wait, what? Oh, you guys didn't hear about? Oh, oh, it's so bad. What oh, happened? you guys have a. Oh, um, there's uh, Phantom has a baby with Christine. Raul is like a drunk. Oh, um, this is the you're talking about the the new musical, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's apparently terrible, Lindsay. Oh, I don't want to. Yeah, know about it. yeah, they they like they like they. I think they try to get Christine and the Phantom to like fall in love, and apparently, like Raul sucks now, right? And then mm-hmm. he like tries to doesn't even affair with the ballerina girl. The, girl no, the like, ballerina girl, the ball. Uh, Christine's friend is like thirsting after the Phantom. She's also there for some reason. It doesn't make any yeah. sense. It's insane. Yeah. It's truly yeah. Insane. And they're on Coney <laughs> Island, Lindsay. Coney Island. Yeah, right, James. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, yes. It. Yeah, Madame Jury and what's her name, Christine's friend, have like followed him to run a circus on Coney Island. This is yeah. dumb. Stop. <laughs> That's what I mean. I was like, I'm not. This Stop is it. not a canon event. Like, it's, it will not be canon because nope. the original Phantom it, it, is technically canon. It's, it's, it's not. It's, I don't care. I'm not. Sorry. It's not. No. Canon. No. Mm, it's no. not canon in Jackie's world. <laughs> you know what will be canon in Jackie's world? This Phantom, though. <laughs> This white-haired phantom in his baggy pirate shirt and amazing outfit. Mm. I, can I send you guys this image? Yeah, yeah, you can just Hold share it. Copy image address. Hold on. Or you can do that. Yeah. And then paste it. And then it's a beautiful not. human. He's even better looking than than the protagonist. Okay. And then... Which the protagonist is very... The protagonist even has, like, eyeliner. You know what I mean? Like, the, yeah. like I'm just like, the guy's beautiful. Yeah, like zoom in. Sorry, this but. outfit is impeccable. I'm, <laughs> no I like, notes. Nailed the yeah. yeah nailed like, the everything is perfect. Like his shoes. They're gonna like, do that thing they did with Gerard Butler, where under the mask he just has like a little schmutz on his face, and that's like <laughs> that's what he's been trying to hide his whole life. Oh, I know with with Gerard Butler's, it was just like it was like smushed a little. Just, I thought yeah. it was, but it wasn't like a, it was a burn though, right? Like he had like full. It was but like, he, yeah. he looked like Gerard Butler. Like it didn't yeah, even. Yeah. His hair was like messed up though. Yeah, it was. It was like yeah, male pattern baldness. That is oh, one yeah, exactly. yeah. male pattern baldness. So we need to include that because that's just straight up phantom horrific. There, no poor poor Gerard Butler. Oh, uh, I can't say anyway. either. Anyway, I know uh, that was so <laughs> auto tuned. Yeah. Anyway, uh, dude, I don't. Yeah. I don't think any amount of auto tune in the world could have saved what Gerard Butler was doing to those songs. But it's okay. Poor Gerard anyway, Butler. I love that movie though. I saw I it like did. many times in theaters. I, I watched it alone in theaters. Yeah. Me too. I loved. I loved Phantom so much. I'm like, uh. And Emmy Rosen, I think, is our age. So I think we were just like, oh my god. Which is again, she was t- the two 
again, let's talk about how <laughs> fucked up entertainment is. Emmy Rosen's 19 and her two love interests were like 35. The guy who played Raul and Gerard Butler were both like 35. So they were like oh, our age, Lindsay. Yeah, yeah, wasn't Patrick Wilson her other love interest yes. in that movie? And they were yeah. like in their like, I maybe maybe 32 but i knew that they were they were like considerably older than a 19 year old like, they looked yeah. like her, her they looked like they could be her respective fathers yes yeah yeah but this anime though as far as yeah, we know, we'll this, anime. But this anime though the phantom character is just perfect i don't know anything yeah. about him i don't know what his character does he's perfect that's all perfect. i know no notes uh i'm assuming guy. he hangs people with a noose uh I can't kind of, yeah i can't wait to see how they like work in well, I mean, the Phantom kind of commits some murders during the play, so maybe they won't yeah. have to work that in very often. It's, it's, it's going to be like, who could the killer be? He's just standing so wait, there with his, this, like, hold on, though, like, hold on, what is this whole anime about, then? Is it like a um, Penny Dreadful, where it's like all these like different think, monsters? Uh, think think um, Knives Out, but with a decapitated head. That's how... Uh, that's how it was described to me. So it's a murder mystery, but it with is all these monsters? Yes. Yeah, that's, yeah. So, like, the first... Oh, my God, this sounds amazing. Yeah, so we have the intro episode, and then the second episode starts off their first case where, you know, um, hot dude and decapitated head and their maid, they go to a castle with a family of vampires live, right? Dracula's just been killed, so people are, you know, there's some discrimination going on with vampires, and there's been a murder in the vampire castle... And the dad oh, vampire, like, the dad vampire I mean, has hired oh them to this solve it. This I don't so know, perfect. Jackie. This is Like, y'all are making us solve a vampire murder. That's the first, like, the There's first There's a case. vampire murder. The There's Sandy, a vampire the opera's in murder. here. There is a hot troll wearing emo eyeliner. Sherlock, and, Sher Sherlock Holmes is a real person. That Sherlock Holmes is going to show up at some point, yeah. Oh. Okay, hot Sherlock, although he's kind of hot in like every iteration. Sherlock's always hot, yeah. yeah. Um, so what's our favorite so far then? Because we're almost out of time, so I'm like, we should say what our so far what we're thinking about premieres. Zom I mean, 100 is honestly y'all though. I feel like if I saw Undead Murder Farce, it might be high for me. But yeah, I'd say Zom 100. I think JJK has been fun, but it hasn't done anything that's been like Zom 100. I was like, holy shit what i just right. want yeah you know? like yeah. jjk rightfully those will be our top two i think yeah i think i will probably i will probably watch this und i'm gonna watch this as soon as we're done talking actually yeah. Yeah. and then i'm gonna probably watch dark gathering yeah. um because i think it's scary and interesting and i really like last boss uh heretical it's a super long title yeah um Lindsay. I feel like you will really like this one. I need to watch that one. Yeah, yeah it's very much Vanitas vibes, um, but there's not a lot of like action, mm -hmm. but like the political intrigue in this world and like she's just like fighting all of these inclinations to be evil. Like oh. her body is literally pulling her to do bad things and she's like, mm -hmm. I'm going to do this instead, instead. And it's like very telling about like, you know, human beings, we, we deal with so much shame and guilt and we don't think we can reset, right? And this girl yeah. literally knows her fate, right? And yeah. so she's like, well, let me fight my fate as much as I possibly can. And you're already seeing, like, the repercussions of her doing the little step, taking the little steps, which yeah. is how it all starts, everybody. Just yeah. And so I was like... Uh, it's beautiful it's it's very like victorian style you know um it's not like a violet evergarden when it comes to animation but it was still quite pretty okay and um i just like i know you and i kind of like those like good like you know 
fruits basket types where they're like <laughs> overcoming yeah. trauma and overcoming like things to be a better human being. So I actually hope that you'll watch that one. with Okay. Me yeah. So. All right. And, what, and what James, did you want to plug a vending machine real quick as the number one Boxo stan? It's about a vending machine named Boxo. <laughs> That's that's it. It's about a vending machine named Boxer. You should watch it. It's not hard. You're leaving Boxer, out. Did you say plug? Did you want to plug the I, on purpose? Plug. Yeah. No. Did you do? Oh, I thought no, that. Was, like, that was actually that's good. Funny. That's good though. Yeah. Um, Tyler Sherado from Crunchyroll said that it'll be Jackie's next birdie wing, meaning that everyone will like it, and I will just not. <laughs> Watch so, it. I don't know with the vending machine one. I don't know. It just seems he's got to figure out how to get snacks and drinks to the customers. That's okay? not all, James. Okay, I haven't even watched this yet, but I did hear. I did hear that they fought a frog monster in the latest episode, and they defeated it by him dispensing like a Pepsi and some Mentos. You see, it's a masterpiece. <laughs> I will not. If I'm so happy that we're not, that's not on our must watch for the but month. All I can say about the I would be like anime. so unhappy. Yeah. I'd literally be watching. Up, I'd be like, I'm crying. I'm crying. It pulled it's up so the freaking stupid. stat screen, and the guy was explaining how he has to use his his vending machine points to allocate new snacks to his <laughs> repertoire, and I was I was riveted. <laughs> By figuring there's out how this girl, guy... There's a really buff girl. She carries the entire like machine a backpack, on her baby. back. Like a backpack. Like a backpack <laughs> friend. And he can only speak using the little pre-programmed greetings that like come with the vending machine. So Jackie, do you and, remember like using the vending machines in Japan and some yeah. of them would like go like, Yokoso! Or, yes. Yeah, that's so all So she's literally do. like, say Yokoso if you agree with me. And say... Uh, I can't do that if no. And they have like a, a, a yes, no questions relationship, but they're making it work. Boxer. I just sound so not what I'd ever want to watch. But, defeat okay. a frog monster with Diet Coke and Mentos. <laughs> that makes me not want to watch at all, just, to be honest. I don't That's know how they do opinion. it. Like, do they put the Mentos in there and like seal it until, you know, you get all the gas and then like unleash a stream of soda at this monster and it kills it? Or like, do they Probably. make a bomb out of it and it oh swallows God. it and explodes? Okay, Box Thief said justice for Boxo. Boxo <laughs> yeah. president. I make Jackie watch Vet. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, Lindsay. All I'm saying no. is that every other isekai protagonist gets reincarnated and they somehow bumble their way into owning slaves. And this guy just wants to get his homegirl some soup. <laughs> and <laughs> he's you know, my hero. Um, uh, right? funny, funny, completely unrelated side comment. Jackie said she wanted to do a daily streaming review series this uh this I season. know. I was like, please do not. I made sure that was welcome, not on the list. Welcome like, to the tribe. Like, you do realize yeah. that uh, the uh, the initiation uh, ritual is that everyone has to review an isekai anime for their first streaming service. It's not a thing. What? I just suffered through that for nothing. That was just me picking on you, James. I didn't. Grant's first show was a uh, Monster Girl Doctor, which was not an isekai, but it was My horrible. My first show was Big Order. <laughs> I... <laughs> I had to do something. I don't even know what that is. Order. It's bad. It's bad, Jackie. We did a this week in anime on it. There's there's a whole thing about like if a guy touches a girl's bow on her head, like she gets pregnant. 
It's a, it's a phantom pregnancy. Oh Don't worry. It's, it's scientifically sound. It's made I'm by the same person so who did um, Future happy. Diary. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Anyway, well, that's anyway, wild. So um, that's the summer anime scene. <laughs> so people in the chat are like, wait. <laughs> wait. No, I can't explain it any further than no. that, okay? She just has like a hair bow that kind of sticks up like rabbit ears. He grabs it. She immediately gets pregnant. She, like, like, eight, like nine balloon. months pregnant. Like huge like, pregnant. Boom. There's a, there's a wacky sound effect to it. I, I don't know why, okay? It's just... It's just um, anime, okay? Um, all right. It is anime. It's just anime. All right. I want to uh, thank everybody for coming into our uh, Gundam Ending Explained slash summer anime premiere stream. Uh, we will be back here again on Friday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, thank you, Jackie and James, for putting up with my ridiculousness tonight. And I hope everyone has a great weekend. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Watch forever. Bye.